What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Prime Examples. I'm Primetime here with Philly and the big homie Prince. Our very melanated fact checker person is in the house. Hey, guys. What's, what's up? Our oh, person said, what's up first? Huh? <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. How's everybody doing? Good to see you guys back, ladies. <laughs> Good uh-huh. to be back. <laughs> so, how's everybody? What's going on? Good after your guys episode. Mm-hmm. It's nice it was to fun. be back. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, shout out to Larry. Shout out to Larry, man. We had a account, uh, a pandemic count. I believe pandemic. The word pandemic was said uh, over a hundred times in that episode. I <laughs> 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 uh, just fucking around. We did not have a count. <laughs> I should have had a count. Yeah, no. I was listening to that. Uh-huh. Um, I was in Toronto, so I was listening to that on my trip, and I was like, "Oh my god, we just said the episode before this that there's no need to ring the alarm." I've never <laughs> heard the word "pandemic" so many times in my life, and then we get an all caps title. Yeah, it's, it's a fact. We had no choice. <laughs> we had to. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. You heard us in the in the podcast. <laughs> we try to calm it down, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, it just came after a while. I'm like, well, damn, maybe it is. Funny. Maybe it is. Yeah, it's maybe it is a goddamn pandemic. That's how the news gets you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put it on so much. You hear it so many times. And Yo, Netflix. I was convinced. I need to go on, actually, like speaking of news, I need to go on a news cleanse for like a week. Just not listen to nothing. Why? Because I start listening to the news. I roll out of bed. I have a podcast I listen to that's called Up First. Like <laughs> right away, I get 13 minutes every morning of like what's popping, what's happening. Their title is uh, a self. Yeah, <laughs> and then first. and then and then uh, I'll listen to a podcast like on my way to doing whatever, and then I'll get taking some news during the day. I'll surf the net, get taking some more news, and it's always like bad news, some shit that scares you, some shit that pisses you off, yeah, and it's like yeah, throughout the day you're just going on this roller coaster ride of freaking emotions, and then by the end of the day you're just pooped, and you're like fuck, I gotta do this all over again tomorrow. So. I I'm, know bad news sells. Sorry to interrupt. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I know bad news sells, and so we get a lot more of it. But uh, one way is a cleanse, of course, to like silence it and sort of cut yourself off from it for a while. But huh. I wonder, is it also a matter of like switching up what you're listening to? Absolutely. Especially with podcasts, because it's not like I'm somebody who will listen to the news a lot in the car. Mm-hmm. So I'll turn on my CBC typically, and um. If I don't like the news, I don't have a ton of alternatives. Mm-hmm. Podcasts, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a matter of sources because I think that you're really well versed with podcasts. Like you, you I, 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 yeah, I get, I get, I get down with podcasts. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Do you think uh, that, or do you think that it's like it's like listening to regular news mm-hmm. in that there's just an overwhelming majority negative stuff? Nah, there's just that much bad shit that's happening. As <laughs> literally, there's just that much bad. It doesn't matter. You could turn on to the like. The far left dudes, yeah. you can turn out to the far right dudes. Everybody's just scaring you into something, man. You know what I mean? Everybody's just tripping you out, and it's like, you know what? It, if they're gonna come get me, let them come get me, dog. I'm, I'm gonna I'm take a break. Yeah, I'm taking a break, man. I'm taking a break. I'm gonna cleanse this all and uh, a news break, and I'll be back for sure. <laughs> How long did you say? Seven days. <laughs> we'll <see laughs> just a week. Yeah, yeah, just a week. I probably won't. I probably won't. Because I disagree. I think it's like the podcast we listen to about it being like political hobbyism, yeah. where we're just so obsessed with being Yo, knowledgeable. Just, that's so true. There was yeah. this podcast that we listened to. What was it? Um, uh, Hidden Brain. Hidden Brain. And then they talked about like, yo, how politics right now and, and how people consume politics is like how people consume sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nobody's actually really like cares about what the fuck the, the guy actually does or what people. It's just. You want to be on a side, Clint. you know what I mean? You want to be on a team. Uh, you got your favorite players, and if somebody gets drafted to the other side, you're like, ah, fuck that nigga, he was a traitor anyways, uh, <laughs> whatever it may be. Uh, but it, it, it's, as soon as I heard that like uh, analogy, I was like, that's so fucking true. I think it's so true. Yeah, it makes sense. That's crazy. It's too bad. It's the fundamental problem with, I think we're seeing that like more adversarial stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, across the world but i think that like a central example is the states it's mm-hmm. the problem with the direction the states has gone and it's been pushed a lot by trump as well mm-hmm. yeah. but it's been there for a long time and Absolutely. it's a major criticism of the two-party system which is that people join a team and rock for that team no matter what 
and isn't choosing a politician supposed to be about the issues yeah. and where you stand. And people are less involved at the local levels because it's not as highly reported on than mm. the national levels. So and really true. that doesn't have that much of an impact as you compare it to the local politics that decides about the infrastructure in your city. Yeah. And the yeah. school class sizes and the and voter. It's the two exactly. year elections they need to worry about, not the four year elections. Even your city council yeah. and stuff like that, right? So they're saying that's why it's political hobbyism where it's like I identify as this and it's on a national scale versus mm-hmm. where you can really make a difference is the local scale. It just says like every everything is high school. Like people are focused on what's most popular and what's trendy. That's it. Yeah. That's it's popularity we, contest. We shoot ourselves in the foot because we don't prioritize our own self interest. Mm-hmm. Or, gonna... or our self interest is like clout chasing. A hundred percent. That's where it's at. On a, on a discussion level, like mm-hmm. Politics, I rock man. With my, my squad, and I know the most. No matter what, you know, it's like no matter what. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the case with politics. It should be like, okay, every time it should be consuming information and making the, the right decisions, you know? Yeah, you can't just say, I'm going to be with this dude because that's my dude, society. you know? Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying decisions that affect your own life yeah. and your society. Yeah. It's, um, it's like the when Trump got the vote, for, oh, I hate that I keep bringing it back to this guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, he's in <laughs> yeah, our faces. We can't, we can't do nothing about it. <laughs> but when they were making, when the Senate was voting mm-hmm. um, on, um, or whatever, presiding as jury over his impeachment trial, mm-hmm. and uh, I forgot his name, but I think you guys can fill in my blank. Like that um, one Republican guy that was highly publicized, Mitch came, McConnell. He came out against Trump. Like he voted. Oh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Romney. Mm-hmm. There we go. The fact that we even know these names and I'm throwing like we're throwing them out like that. It's like it's the WWF dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sound like Mitch. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yo, he tagged. Yeah, this guy. They were friends and now they're ops in there. Holy smokes. They're ops, but he he is the person who showed me that he. It helps, I suppose, that he voted for my side. That maybe makes me biased. But he's the man who voted for his principles over his party, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. he went against the party decision for a whole bunch of very rational, principled, well thought out reasons. He rejects the behavior in the office because he recognizes what most of us know, mm-hmm. most of us critical thinkers know, which is that he did something wrong in that office, and we can't let that happen mm-hmm. as, as a as a habit that affects the populace badly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but he was the exception, right? Was he the only Republican vote to sway? Yes. Yes. It's crazy. Um, I, I shouldn't know all this stuff, man. We should, I don't know nothing about Canadian politics. All I know is about Alberta politics. I know a lot about that. But You notice it's all the politics we're mad at? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're mad at American politics and yes. Alberta politics. But I think we're not completely scrutinizing Trudeau because he hasn't pissed us off. But the last time we talked about him, he had. And he still had our vote. <laughs> That serves to what we were saying. (laughs) Yeah, so anywho, uh, let's get into it, guys. We have the Airbnb situation going on. Have you guys heard about that? In Canada? Yeah, so Airbnb is uh, rolled out in 2020, which is now, like the beginning of 2020, a new set of rules and regulations um, across Canada, banning anyone under 25 from booking um, full units. Um, they will, however, be able to book individual rooms, and they have other initiatives going on too. But that's the one that really stands out: is people under twenty-five and local residents. And it's local residents, so yeah. you got to be. And this is if coming. You're out of town, from what we can tell, mm-hmm. it should be okay. Exactly, and this is coming on the heels of a series of tragic events that that led to the, the shooting deaths of a bunch of youths in Toronto, Ottawa, um, here Calgary, in Edmonton. I'm sure it's happened other places too. Um, I know America set the same kind of rules now because San Francisco had a bunch of incidents. Um, yeah, man. And I think you could still rent if you're under 25, but you got to have like a dope review. And really? yeah, something like that. So, so like in case anybody wants the Airbnb language, when mm-hmm. you said the entire unit, Airbnb will say rent out the whole home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they can't do under 25 local as local residents. And they can rent out a room. It offers a room in a home. And ain't nobody trying to do that. <laughs> Some people are cool with that. Usually people who are traveling yeah. like solo. That's when I see it a lot. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Do you guys this is, do you guys think this is gonna curb um, violence? The violence that's that's been we've been seeing upsurge in um, in these Airbnb units? 
because yo, I don't know if they're 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 glorifying it in the newspapers or if it's really as bad as it seems. But it seems that whenever something like pops off now, the location um, four times out of five is is at an Airbnb. You know what I mean? It definitely does happen. I I don't know other places as well, but I know that in Toronto, it happens every year. It happens multiple times. Um, that like house parties or condo parties for Airbnb places are really common. And that especially in the summer, we'll get news about something happened at one of those. And Mm -hmm. it's just places where young people are able to congregate Mm -hmm. with a little bit of isolation. Right. Mm -hmm. That's how I think of it. So I remember that we, that's all it takes. huh? (laughs) No, but those are the kinds of spaces where those things will happen Mm -hmm. oftentimes. Right. And so I, I also know that you can, um, like I wasn't able to rent a four by four car until I was twenty five. Like there was a certain size of car wasn't allowed, which I found interesting. But yeah, whatever. Um, but it, it did. Like now being older, I understand that in my early twenties, for some reason, I just drove faster than I needed to. Absolutely. Like now, I I, I remind myself that I'm not late. Yeah. I have nowhere to be. I'm just gonna go the speed limit. Exactly. <laughs> I got better with my speed too. <laughs> it was like that concern wasn't there as much for some reason. So I understand it as a safety measure, and the truth is that this will make it that a lot of times the people that die from gun violence in Toronto at least I find are, are very young mm-hmm. a lot of the time they're yeah. like in 20s. their late teens and their early 20s mm-hmm. um, is, is when I find it most common and I'm just going to make the assumption that the perpetrators and the victims are, are probably the same, same age, age yeah. group um, and I think that it could work to be fair they only need to find one ID over 25 in the whole group exactly to be able to do it and like the age difference between 26 and 24 is not that deep um but I think it could curb it a little bit and they're not just doing it for the gun violence they're doing it for like all kinds of you know insurance reasons and damage to properties and blah 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 and it I think it will slow down the house parties a little bit and so because it slows it down it just gives I them one less I think it might have an impact, maybe not mm-hmm. a very big one, mm-hmm. but for all the things Airbnb wants to gain from it, which is like less liability, yeah. continually increased profits, less pissing off neighbors, yeah. right? Less yeah. pissing off buildings, less getting banned for by entire condo boards. Exactly. They want to do that if they're keeping 25s from from renting. It's unfortunate because not everybody's irresponsible, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, the numbers will, it'll work for them. Mm-hmm. It's a brand strategy for them. They're trying to, like you said, the condo board is going against them. They're really trying to protect their brand. But it's just another way that the youth get discriminated against. Yeah. The way you're talking about the vehicles, yeah. the higher insurance costs. It's just another way that they get discriminated against. Yeah, yeah but like, like kids have a hard time um, when they're at, like in their 20s, like early 20s, um, making good judgments when it comes to um, risk assessment. Yes. You know? And the thing is, literally, scientifically, there's parts of your brain that are not even developed yet. So you're more, yes. you just want to get down with making, um, uh, like taking risks, you know. Mm-hmm. So I do understand insurance companies freaking yes. charging more. I do understand, um, like these kind of rules saying, yo, if you're not 25, we're not going to rent to you. Like I understand that shit only because I've been 20. Like we we're saying, we we're talking about you were driving faster then than you are now. You're like, and why I, was it? And, and you know, and I went to house parties then. Yeah, you know, and don't you think like, why did I do that shit? You know what I mean? Because now you're full, your brain's fully functioning. You're like, why would I fucking do that? Why would I put myself in those situations? You know? It's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. But it, I, at the time, I guarantee you, party, it's not. <laughs> Some stuff you have to learn. Some stuff you have to have bad experience. <laughs> you gotta go touch the hot fire. But I do, I think that you're absolutely right. I know that we're, we're in that last stage of brain development mm-hmm. in our early 20s. It's also why it's actually um, a really dangerous time for uh, mental health issues. Yeah. Because a lot of people are triggered in that age range. That's true, man. 17 to 22 or 24, mm-hmm. I think, is the stat. So there's a lot of stress in life, there's a lot of pressure in life, but it's that last push of brain development and so um and it's a lot of times when young people experiment with drugs and alcohol Mm -hmm. so a lot of times somebody's first experience their first psychotic break will be attached to a drug or alcohol experience too but having said all of that that age range is very fragile and i can only speak for myself and the people i watched grow up around me we are more rash overall as human beings and less 
um, consequence oriented at that age. Hell yeah. Older. And maybe that's every age as you get older, mm -hmm. but there's something, maybe it's like the combination of freedom when you first become an adult, right? Or free like an adult and, and responsibility that you life hasn't shown you to deal with, but there's also like judgment. The yeah. The fuck bad, it is strong. Decisions. The fuck it is strong in those ages. It's like that you have an X amount of fuck it in you. And then as you get older, it kind of freaking just withers away, you know? <laughs> Sorry, the problem, the fuck it. <laughs> it has to be there. Yeah. Right? Like a party has to go, oh, this is Michael Robin. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> a party and everyone's yeah, coming. Yeah, everyone's coming. Yeah, exactly. Now I go, hold on, my girl pal goes like, no matter where we're going, even we're going to like a little place, you know, that, mm -hmm. that like all local friends from the city go to while we're visiting somewhere, she still like checks for exit. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, see, you're, you're smart. Yeah. That is some adult things to do. It's like no, this place has no exit. It's the entire fire has Like as soon as I look at it, I'm like, it's a long narrow. Now I'm thinking of specific uh. It's a long narrow room. The back door is never unlocked. Uh. If you gotta know fire, these if things. Stampede, if there's a fight, if there's a gun, we yeah. all die in here. You become, not you become more conscious, right? 100. Because as we get older, fuck it becomes fuck that. I'm not doing. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm good. You know? Just <laughs> that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a poetic, that was a poetic line. Word oh, bars. Bars, bars, bars. Fuck that fucking tired. Yeah. I got work tomorrow, man. Fuck that. I ain't doing that. Yeah. The potential drama. <laughs> missing a night of the Netflix show I'm binging. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And I enjoy it, though. I, I, I prefer fuck that bird over fuck it. That's 100%. how I'm going to put it out. What's on next? On the docket next, we have the cash uh, girls. I don't know why I have cash. No, I thought cash I was thinking cash app. <laughs> is it cash apps or cash girls? It's the city girls. It's the city, city girls. girls on a cash you know what I'm talking cash about, dog? That's I just dated myself <laughs> in the realest way right now. <laughs> so embarrassing. That was a Freudian slip oh. if, I've, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> so I'm guessing you don't know the girls. So I, you don't, know, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Like a TV show. We're you pandering to the youth right now. No, <laughs> Give me the vote. That's what I remember. Them. Yes. That's so what I there are two girls. One of them just came out of jail. They're called City Girls. It's um, Young Miami and JT. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the girls, Young Miami, or she was, uh, she caused some controversy because she posted, it was her birthday, and she posted some expensive gifts she got. Then she posted a message to her fans like, hey, if you guys... Uh, can send me five dollars on my cash app this is my cash app for my birthday and if you're feeling really generous send me twenty dollars so people were really surprised that she went through some people sent money and mm -hmm. then some people were really shocked and some of the funny tweets that i saw was one one uh woman tweeted she said wow so y'all sending young miami a goddamn rich celebrity money but if i a poor person had posted my cash app no one would send shit so people were really up in arms that a rich celebrity was posting. You don't have that many followers. <laughs> Who says she's rich? Who says she's rich? That's, that's a good question. You know, she just came out of the bin, fam. No, no, that's not the <laughs> one. she has this a hit song? Oh, okay, okay. Another one, yeah. I think they got a couple hits. Though. Yeah, but just to, to, just to be able to ask people for shit. Well, like that's that. the audacity, it's right? Up, Another yeah. tweet was, imagine she working hard for your money. Yeah, she had a lot of money. Get I'm, your bag. Fuck <laughs> that. Yo, if no. people are stupid to send someone that you supposedly from image wise think yeah. they have money it's like me sending fucking money to jay-z like why why would i if jay-z right yeah. now s said wait can we pick can we pick a rapper in that's, not a <laughs> uh, that's not a billionaire that's not a billionaire let's go with uh kanye that's not a billionaire name a little guy <laughs> little, little tj Is yeah TJ? yeah little tj if that motherfucker I hop out at your party. Oh, no, hot song. <laughs> you know that song? Uh, that? I hop up at the party. I don't know, something like that. If he asked me for $5, yeah. I'd tell him fuck off. Uh, it's yeah. not happening. But support his music, buy his albums, whatever. Because you're still putting money in his pocket. Yeah. But if she's an artist she's and she's asking her followers for money, I ain't, I ain't mad at her for getting her back. Go ahead. If people are stupid enough to send you money, uh. that's more for you. And in her defense, maybe she might be using that money for good. You don't know what she, you know. Yeah, right, yeah, right bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried, tried, I tried. You tried. I Do I have to sing you these lyrics again? <laughs> you know cash, what? give me cash, probably. Cash, cash. People have sent it. That's the bottom That's line. That's wild. That's Get the thing. Money. People have sent it because, yeah. you know, fan, uh, the word fan is short for fanatic, you know. And the way we consume music, 
we consume it like we're like artists like oh that was hot this is you know what i mean i i, I appreciate like the, the like the the skill in it you know but the way kids consume music nowadays it's literally like they click up they're fans super fans of the beehive and we're we're in a club of this or it's crazy you know everybody's like super down with a particular artist so if you have a little core group they, and you ask them, yo, dog, I'm hurting my nigga. <laughs> Send me some dough. <laughs> Everybody's army, right? Rihanna's name. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Shoot, I forgot what um, Nicki Minaj calls them. Barbie. Barbs. Barbs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, There's dudes Lady that call Gaga themselves Barbs. <laughs> right? Yeah, little monsters. Little monsters? <laughs> Lady Gaga or her monsters or something. Mm-hmm. Little fans. <laughs> yo, she asked for it. She, she got, got her, it. She yeah. got it. How much did she get? Do you I have a figure? No, I don't know how much she has. She, she took down the tweet. Okay. Yeah, she took And so it down. people are mad at her. People are mad at her because it's a tacky move. It's so tacky. Yeah. Maybe she's a tacky person, man. That's yeah. her personality. Maybe she's just, you know, some people are tacky. Yeah, and some people are going to call out your tacky. Yeah. yeah. You expect to be called out. Yeah. yeah. Listen, if you need, like, if you really need money, then, you know, you have to ask. Then I, like, absolutely respect that position. But this just sounds like you're used to asking and it's gross. Yeah, and your fans <laughs> are not the ones to ask from. Go to investors. <laughs> Anybody go invest are, in a, a no, young they Miami? Are. They are no, yeah. they they are like they were very coming successful up. over yeah. the last little while. For an up and coming group, they are doing all right. I'm not saying she's balling. I don't know her pockets. I don't know her deals, her contracts, what her situation is. But um, they she they obviously have enough attention enough eyes enough clout you know what i mean what was the whole summer city girls versus hot girls exactly. it was them and meg Lee salian exactly and one of them came out of the jail and she came out of jail rich <laughs> or so, at least famous yeah. <laughs> so did tony yale <laughs> that's wild so this the census on the internet what was it like everybody's kind of coming at them uh coming well, at she her got a backlash because she, she got a big ba- yeah, okay, okay, okay. Ba- it's yet to be determined she, if she, she returned the money. We don't but know. she has some rent money for the month. <laughs> that takes so much time to give back. <laughs> How is she going to? What, what was to, done wrong for her to be, return it? She's going to be on to the next thing. Yeah, she didn't misrepresent herself. Yeah. She said, it's my birthday. Send me dollars. And people did. Exactly. <laughs> There's no She's going to go throw that, that money at strippers the following weekend yeah. to celebrate her party. The cycle of love. Enjoy it. That's crazy, man. Um, What's next on the docket? Well, since we know a lot of American politics, I thought... A little bit of some Canadian news. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, good and idea. It's kind of global right now. It's uh, it's on CNN's, you know, a few places in Europe mm-hmm. um, touching on it. But it's uh, basically, if you don't get, we'll just say what recently came out. There was a federal court of appeal. Um, the federal court of appeal has mm-hmm. dismissed court challenges by Indigenous people and will allow the Trans Mountain Pipeline to move forward. So if anybody's trying to figure out what we're talking about or if you haven't checked out the news, um, there is a group of indigenous protesters, and not just indigenous, I'm sorry, there's a wide range of different protesters, but basically there's a pipeline that they're trying to build going through the BC mm-hmm. uh, territories of indigenous people. And basically right now they're just protesting the stop of that and they went to the Court of Appeals mm-hmm. um, based on some uh, treaty laws and and deals that were made back in, you know, the 80s and, and so on. So mm-hmm. just a little bit of what the case is about. So representatives from 21st Nations, including the elected chiefs of the, if I pronounce these wrong, my apologies, the Wet'suwet'en, uh, signed agreements with Coastal Gasoline consenting to the project. The pipeline was subsequently approved by the provincial government. Now, the thing with that is there are hereditary leaders that have not consented to the project. So, you know, what is a her- what's a hereditary leader? They're, um, it's is it's the chiefs. Yes, and stuff. the oh, hereditary okay. chiefs from from back family the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, is they, title base for some of the leadership? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and basically, it's, um, they're arguing that they didn't agree to these. So, there's protests kind of covering a lot of places right now. Uh, if you guys mm-hmm. want to touch up on it, but. Uh, this is in BC, but there's also the Mohawk tribe in Ontario mm-hmm. that shut down the, um, the Canadian Rail 
and mm-hmm. well, not necessarily shut down, but slowed down the services. Yeah, yeah, they basically straight shut down. Word, it's a it's a big deal economically. It's making a lot of um, noise in the country, obviously, because people rely on trains to get to work. Yeah. And, and um, obviously for transport, right? But we also transport goods, so it's all kinds of uh, rail lines being affected. Um, but for this particular protest, um, what Prince was describing the the latest decision there um, was the Federal Court of Appeals um, determining that the government's consultations on the matter of pipelines to um, communities, including the Indigenous communities, was sufficient. That was basically the challenge was that they did insufficient community consultations and that their decision um, was predetermined. So they're like, they came into it knowing what they were going to do. And so it wasn't in good faith um, discussions or whatever. And there was insufficient consultation because there were voices not heard. And the Supreme, sorry, the Federal Court of Appeal decided um, against them. Are they an independent body, the Federal Court of Appeal? Independent from the government? Yeah, it's legislative and executive. Okay, okay. Right? Because so you know the, legal the federal system government. is supposed to be. Okay. Like it's supposed to be uh, checks and balances. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm asking because you know the federal government put so much money towards it too, right? Of because course. they wanted they to. Entirely funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's their baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wanted to make, I guess, Alberta and Saskatchewan. They happy. bought it. Yeah. The yeah. pipeline when it looked like it was going to fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the decision was that the, the consultation was sufficient, mm-hmm. and so the the government's decision was good enough, mm-hmm. and the pipeline build will go through and this community um that uh mo just referenced i'm not going to try to pronounce it i'm sorry i need it in front of me to try but um they are saying that this pipeline affects all of our waterways when he goes entirely through our source of water Mm -hmm. it could damage so much um and so like one piece of damage anywhere and like that's it that's us you know and so and then they're referencing to these um treaty agreements in the past as well as and if their um like their, their if their water is gonna get like if it got passed, so if their water is gonna get contaminated, um, are they gonna forcibly remove them from that area now that they passed their laws? Like legally, they're entitled to kind of oh, thing. The government ain't gonna do all that. No, it's gonna it, saying, that would become an international like yeah. issue, right? No, there's not gonna be any forced dislocation from what I understand. It's just but, forced building. Yeah, forced building, but they're. But you, if the place is getting contaminated where they're building them, they're, they're arguing that. You know, we take environmental Yeah, the company Gaslink would say yeah. that they put money towards cleaning and mm. in case the spills happening. Environmental, like environmental assessment. assessment. Because you know they have a good record. They do have to follow codes, right? But it does create the possibility of those things happening. And you know they have a good record for cleaning up their messes. But I'm being completely sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They're saying, yo, trust us. We're gonna be. We're gonna take care of the land. And trust us, we're not going to spill nothing. But and indigenous people have difficulty trusting. And anybody. Government. Like, anybody would. Say you know yeah, better. Like, absolutely. if you tried to put this in the backyard of a, a random Canadian white billionaire. Absolutely. He would trip balls. Yeah. wouldn't even move forward. <laughs> well, the president, uh, not president, oh my God. Prime Minister Trudeau mm-hmm. uh, basically spoke on it. And he's basically saying that people are, are having trouble getting to work, school, home, businesses are having trouble getting their markets, uh, their goods to their markets, institutions, hospitals are being all impacted. There's one thing he did also say, which I was a little bit, mm-hmm. a little side-eyed about. He said, we are a country that recognizes the right to protest, but we are a country of rules of law. You know, he's responding to Kenny's criticisms. Yeah. Or not Kenny, Sheer. Was it Sheer criticism? Yeah, Andrew Sheer was like, uh, what did he say? So he had said, um, so the thing he said that stuck out to me was, um, protesters need to check their privilege. Maybe they can be out of work all day, but there are people who, Canadians, who have to use the systems. But he also said that Trudeau should have forced the RCMP to go in and push out the protesters. And that's the rule of law yeah. versus <laughs> protest conversation, like comment. It was directed at that. Womp womp, huh? Like, I can't believe he said that. Trudeau would be there protesting if he wasn't prime minister. He's just put in this position where he has to put on this suit <laughs> and say these things. He Maybe, doesn't believe he's it. he's also out of the country. That's the other thing. He's in Munich. Mm-hmm. He's, he's traveling the world trying to get a security council seat. That's some wild stuff, and man. Kenny's like, whatever. She was like, our country's in danger. Yeah. He just lost his seat. Go home, Sheer. Go home. <laughs> yeah, but forget these guys. Um, our support here, our prime examples is with 
uh, the people of the West Western um, territory and the people of the land, right? Because, you know, we know what it's like to be displaced, you know what I mean? So uh, with that being said, we're going to go take, we're going to get into our first break um, and we'll be back. And we are back. So, what's on the docket next? Since we're talking about uh, Canadian politics and protests, there's another protest going on in Ontario, Mm -hmm. which is where we're all pretty much from, right? So, it's between the teacher strike and the Ontario Minister of Education. So, teachers' unions are striking over some core principles. Things like we want our wages to increase at the rate of inflation mm-hmm. and not just limit to limit it to one percent per year. Um, we don't want you know bigger class sizes. We don't want cuts to special needs kids. We don't want forced e-learning. I'm pretty biased, but we know conservatives are not pro-education. So now they're saying <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> no, they say bigger class sizes build resiliency. That's what conservatives. Nice. We have strong leftist opinions here. We're not <laughs> accusing all conservative voters. Of being anti-education, but conservative their policies are, are yes, their policies are, mm-hmm. and, and people, they they yeah. said trends. You know what I mean? It's by experience that we say the things we say. You know what I mean? They've proven to. You know what it is? They just proven that the dollars spent are more important than exactly. what they're spent on. And they don't see the long-term goal. An educated populace is a, is better for economic progress. But I digress. So now <laughs> there's four teachers' unions who are going to have a whole strike on February. 21st and there's going to be millions of kids affected teach uh parents are already complaining like we have to find you know um uh daycare for these kids and the government's only reimbursing us a certain amount of money and it costs more and we can't even find you know uh places for our kids to be during the school day so they're kind of panicking like get this strike over with so it's been going on for a while and there seems to be no end there's also i just want to top up there's the big one on the 21st that'd be ongoing but they've had the rotating strikes for exactly exactly so now but all four have been off yeah for individual days like different uh, Mm. school boards have been off on individual days so parents i've seen i was in toronto so i saw parents Mm. staying home exactly the kid has no school on this day so they just had one of the kids with them right Mm -hmm. it's under the doug the Florida yeah. administration, right? Yeah. yeah. Hence all the cuts. Yeah. Well, and same thing in Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. That's what blows my mind. It's uh, like you said, like an educated populace leads to greater economic success. You know, yeah. that's that's a given. So uh, for you to turn around and like give a hard time to the educators, the people that are arming you, yeah. you know what I mean? They're arming your economy. They're arming your, your military. They're arming everything. Uh, these are the people you give hard times to. These are the people whose resources you cut into. That to me is cutting yourself off at the legs mm-hmm. for a moment for like the gains right now, you know, mm-hmm. or the promise of gains right now. But at the end of the day, the promises are not for a long term. And it blows my mind, yeah. blows my mind. Um, and there's cuts to also specialists and, mm-hmm. you know, kids that need extra attention and absolutely and things like that. There's been so much cuts mm-hmm. in regards to teachers as well. Um, the class sizes have increased. Like it's it's a teacher's mess. assistant. Well, didn't you know that bigger classes build resiliency? So these special needs kids <laughs> need to keep up. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's what their policies are saying. Sarcasm, in case anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what they're saying, and it might happen in Alberta with the nurses. And- yeah, it's just it's bonkers. You know, like you said, like they're um, they're they're cutting taxes to to teach it. Well, they're they're cutting back on money that was allocated for teachers mm-hmm. um and that is backwards if you're trying to grow anything you know mm-hmm. that's nice so we'll keep uh track of this because it might happen in alberta as well um stay in your provincial elections and keep aware of what's going on so you guys can make some changes to that on the yeah, next vote hopefully. for what benefits you this is what happens when you vote for a man like ford yeah. call that what it is oh yeah this is exactly the type of policy um, that he would implement. I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody that supports him is no. surprised. No. Um, but pay attention with your votes because I was quite surprised at the way that my conversations went when I was talking to my Ontario people about the um, provincial election. And it was like, uh, obviously those closest to me that discuss politics with me are left-leaning. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this table. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, like when I talk more 
spoke more broadly to people who look like me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, you know, who are from all, all types of backgrounds. They were more ready to vote conservative than I would have ever expected. How come, though? Because I was here when the election happened in Ontario. Some of... I have to try to do this with seriousness because I have very strong opinions about this and yeah. it sounded absurd to me. Um, but, you know, some of the arguments were, for example, Ford was promising to reduce um, taxes around the health system. Okay. And so people were like, yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not sick, then why should I be spending all this money um, <laughs> for the health system? And then like, I, and then I don't want to go like, you're, you're stupid, yeah. Because yeah. your health is guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a selfish, or like, um, I have a job. Why should I be paying for aid, right? Mm -hmm. For people to get aid yeah. and just sit around all day. And like, especially when I hear this from Somali people, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you, you are a refugee. Like, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, many of your families chose this place for that exact type of welfare system because there's going to be a struggle that is beyond your control and you might need a moment of help. And if you don't, alhamdulillah, and when you're able to get out of it, alhamdulillah. But like, there are, like, read an article anywhere. Overwhelmingly, read the, book, the research shows that. It's not, it's, um, the system is overwhelmingly used by people that need it. Mm -hmm. The people who are just fine and have no need for it yeah. don't typically lean on it. It's a very small proportion. But Philly, that's what the capitalist regime does is that it makes people focus on those that are less well off and mm -hmm. says, well, if they were working harder then maybe I would be doing better instead of focusing up. Yeah. And our philosophy is eat the rich, but people yeah. don't really focus on mm -hmm. who's doing better off, right? They go, well, look at them and what these refugees are getting, what these people are getting. The propaganda mm -hmm. is working. Exactly. And to touch on, like, you you saw more colored people voting conservative over in Toronto? Um, or, no, like, I, I shouldn't say more. It? Like, I have. You're but it was, it was a, definitely an increase. Mm -hmm. And an increase that surprised me because in Toronto... Like, I'm sorry to um, conflate two brothers, but they operate very similarly politically. And in Toronto, we had Rob Ford. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, like, and there was, like, a, a big push to him. I feel like that was a very Trumpish vibe before Trump, right? Yeah. Just like he says, like, meaningless, stupid, catchy stuff. Mm -hmm. And people ride that train all day. But um, he started to implement policies that were hurting people in the pockets are hurting mm -hmm. these systems and um obviously the scandals and um a lot of people sort of regretted those votes right and so you put in the brother who has all of the same flaws but he's he's campaigning on and it also has the same tactics right like that's buck a beer yeah. buck a beer you get a buck a beer at the lcbo like that was like his big thing his big platform right um but he's definitely going to be like a, a service cutter there's no question about that and for ontario people to vote conservative who i guess maybe have to follow politics who have any memory of like the harris government um is strange to me but to be fair the liberals like <sighs> shot the bed yeah, pardon yeah my friend yeah. that's the thing they're they're a yeah. weak provincial party absolutely it, it, it was it was and it was probably like one of the most one of the biggest sort of falls mm -hmm. for the liberal government even in the province that i've seen in a long time like you, they just flat on their face fell on their face across the board yeah yeah but that's what you were saying about the buck is the conservatives don't want to invest in education because an educated populist doesn't vote against their own interests right <laughs> whereas these people but these people fall for the shitty slogans and you know yeah. so that's why they don't want to invest in oh education so that's so yeah. machiavellian and terrifying that's what they're doing here though is what they're saying yeah. is, you know, Jason Kenney doesn't have a university education and he's, I believe, a religious zealot, right? So he's cutting funding for public schools, but then he's building these Catholic schools. And this is here, this is here in, uh, Alberta. in Alberta, you know, um, I, cause you say you like in Ontario, you see colored people coming out mm -hmm. and voting. They might just be voting the wrong place. Mm -hmm. Some of them, uh, some. some not. Yeah. That government won this time for a reason. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, I worked at the uh, Elections Canada here in uh, Alberta, mm -hmm. and your f what I noticed is a lack of colored people coming out to vote, mm -hmm. you know? And I just, I sat there, it's like a 12 or 14 yeah. hour shift, you sit there for the whole voting day, and you came by Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah you came yeah. by, yeah, yeah, she voted, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was like, Philly was probably like the third black person I've seen there all day, you know what downtown. I mean? And this is, yeah, downtown, you know, and it's a... Uh, I'm starting to see, uh, like, 
a good sprinkling of black people down to now. Yeah, true, yeah, true. More so than five years ago, but still, like enough that I was shocked when you told me mm-hmm. that we weren't showing up to vote. That's no, and that's the thing. Everybody got something to say about how how whack and how racist these the the government, the conservatives are, or whoever's in charge. You know, and when it was time to come out and vote. Like it was crazy. Like we went over to an NDP thing and just to check it out. And yo, them them guys like make use of every colored person that's in the room, man. You know what I mean? Like they saw me, they grabbed me, they're like, "Yo, come here!" And they, they put me in front of the camera. Well, their <laughs> staff, their staff had yeah, minorities too. You know, yeah, their staff had minorities. Yeah, yeah. But at the you know, just to see how many, because I think there's a there's an Indian like poem book of poems. Uh, it's called like the Mahabharata, mm-hmm. and there's a specific poem in there called the the gita I like and they, how you pronounce that just like a somali that's person. the that's how i learned the word that's how i, I learned the word yeah the mahabharata <laughs> yeah 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 that's how i learned the name you know you know what are you what do you study yeah what do you study what and you so that there's a book of poems in there called the gita and the gita has, talks about like different types of evil you know and yo it's like inaction is is a form of evil when i saw that i was just, yo, that's so true like sitting back and not Doing nothing and seeing something whack happening as a result mm-hmm. is is a form of evil, you know. Like being a silent bystander. Yeah, so that was very interesting to 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 see that nobody comes out and votes, man. But everybody got a complaint. Everybody saying, "I want this type to change," and I, uh, I'm down with this. But that's deep. Inaction is a form of evil. Yeah, I'm not gonna accuse the people of Calgary of being evil. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna say it's fucked up. Think about your yeah, I think about you know not coming out. Yeah. Anywho, next on the docket because that shit got <laughs> that shit got dark. Yeah, it started getting dark. Yeah. Um, Next on the docket, we have uh, Philly with What's On Your Mind. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I like this segment. I, I was in Toronto, and I stumbled across something on Instagram, and I sent it to everybody here. And I was like, this is what I want to do. It's a video, but don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and she sent us the video. <laughs> you know how hard it is? It's like when you say, don't push the red button. You know what? You're going to want to push the red button. I, I love it so much. I sent it to you guys before I thought about the reason. And then I'm told us, don't it. watch it. I know. I <laughs> never sent it. I still haven't watched it. Been a I kept, yeah, I kept it true. I didn't I watch it either. So much. It really good. I liked it. I sent it to y'all. And then I was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's an idea for the show. Don't look. Okay. So this is what it is it's a segment that I found on um, Blavity. I follow them on Instagram. And um, they called it, they had a little video. Um, with two people uh, in a competition. Mm-hmm. And they called their segment Real News versus Fake News. And it reminded <laughs> me of one of my favorite segments on, um, I follow The Guardian online as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know if it's just the Instagram algorithm, um, but they're not showing up on my stuff anymore. So I don't know if they still do the show. It might just be I have to go find them and click them again. But it was called Fake or For Real. And same premise in both. Um, so I'll give you guys a news headline and you guys tell me if it's, uh, fake or for real or true or false. Okay. Okay. I like the sound of that. (laughs) So I'm going to give you five. I sent you guys the video and then for everybody listening, I right away told them, you guys, I got a perfect score. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down with the shit. I'm so proud of it. But, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the headline. Mm -hmm. Um, one at a time, I'm just going to ask you guys what your, uh, if you think it's true or false, and then we can debate it. And then like, and then get into your explanations and stuff. But I know how I love that this group, at least on the mic, we're pretty open-minded. And so sometimes we like, somebody gives a really convincing argument and we're like, okay, okay, you're right. I'm going that way. Yeah. I don't want that <laughs> after you give me your answer. Okay. Oh, and you're so keeping score, answer, right? Answer keeping first. Score. Okay. For all who don't know, person's like the most. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was bad. <laughs> you remember when we played that game and I was on your team? Yeah. What team? What game? Remember we were playing that game where you had to guess things and you're on yeah, your team? Yeah. And then I got mad at Prince because he was sabotaging. <laughs> you like yourself? Yeah. Hurry up. And- she makes me nervous. <laughs> And I was like, this is why we can't win. Stop talking to him. <laughs> Stop looking. So the first question was, am I keeping score? Yes, I have a pad and paper here if you guys hear me click or scribbling. So I'm just going to read the headline one by one. Just say true or false. That's it. And then get into the whole debate. Okay. okay. And then I'll go to the next one. Are you in it too? Or are you just going to be in it? She already does that. Okay, fair enough. Just keeping score. Answers, but also, I got a perfect score. I don't lie. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So I took 
Um, the headline's right out of the Blavity one. I thought they were good. Okay, headline number one, and I'm going to ask you, um, Prince, first, then Person will ask you, then Prime will ask you. So headline number one, true or false, okay. so real or fake. Kansas man asks judge to allow him to have sword fight with son to teach him a lesson. Kansas? Kansas man asks judge to allow him to have a sword fight with his son to teach him a lesson. True. True. False. Alrighty. Why? Hmm? Why? Yeah, why'd you Because Americans are crazy, man. <laughs> Pitchforks, swords. I've read shit on dueling. And that shit was fantastic. There's famous like duelers. There, yeah, it is just like, yo, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. Oh, this is a club? Like people duel? There was you know it's illegal to duel anymore in the States. <laughs> <laughs> except I wouldn't be surprised if it's not. <laughs> for the military. Yeah. They can illegal. challenge each you other. You can challenge, you can walk up smack a dude, challenge <laughs> him and take ten paces and shoot it. So it just sounds like something and you said it was Kansas. Kansas. Right? Kansas is crazy. <laughs> And I heard teach his son. I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know. That just sold me. I heard freaking use a sword to teach my son a lesson. Dog, that's got to be fake. That's crazy. Who would do that? <laughs> so? Huh? That's my, I'm like, yeah, I, I would not. I don't understand that. Prime gets that point. Hey! Yeah! So I'm already at four <laughs> out of five? You're already at four out of five. That's the max you can get. 80%? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's going nuts yeah, now. That's, she's she's, she's it's, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You already gave up on a first. Yo, I'm on A minus. He can, he can screw up. I know you two are close because I didn't know what four out of five meant. Like, what is she doing? What? No, he only got one. Like, that's what my brain's saying. And then you're going, yes, it's 80%. And I'm like, oh, it's school. <laughs> I'm in the yes. gate at A minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now basically yeah. have a B. Okay. <laughs> you can only get a B from here. If you lose Pride one more, it's a wrap. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna have her brain explode. <laughs> I'm gonna start throwing Fuck shit. Fuck this game. Okay, okay, let's, let's get into it. All right, all right. Second headline. Um, I'll change the order. Prime, I'm gonna ask you that person. Thank you. There's okay. pressure there. <laughs> I don't want you to get ideas from each other. Okay. Deputy officer uses stun gun to settle a beef between a canine and a cow. Deputy officer uses <laughs> false, false. to settle false. a beef between a canine and a cow. False. We don't get the state, no? No, come this on, dog. Just, it's a true or false. It's a true or false. You're the person who went to the professor and said, <laughs> you marked this question wrong, but I should have a half point. 100%. Most people win. Yes, they do. I'm <laughs> like, um, sorry, Percy. False. false. Okay. The one with true. Explanations? Um, Explanations. I, I just, I, I heard of settle a beef between animal and animal. So I was like, how the fuck he knows they're beefing? <laughs> how did he you know that they're beefing? It's funny <laughs> you use beef for a cow. I thought that was, that's why I, I like choked reading the first yeah, time. Yeah. I forgot this was interesting. It just sounds crazy to me. And I feel like maybe I should it just follow. So yeah, I should follow his lead. He's on to something. Yeah, he's, he's on to something. Trying to, he's just trying I'm to just, catch a mark. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I said true. Yeah, why? Oh. He likes a dog, man. He gonna shoot the cow. I'm just... It's just Americans, man. <gasps> so it's true? It's true. Uh, yeah. That's what you get. You followed me into an L, bro. You followed me into an L person. <laughs> Yo, and then it made me laugh. So I told you there were two people uh, competing for this one. But they were, like, debating and then coming up with their answers. I had no one. logical reason. Bro. And then they were, like... They were, like... Uh, it's two black people in case that's relevant. But the guy's like, never underestimate a cop's willingness to shoot something. Yeah. And because and, and I know it's a stun gun because it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> good, like good, if it was good. a person, and then good. they just let that I thought I was using master, masterful uh, masterful reasoning, but that's me even more masterful reasoning. Okay, okay, um, let's do this. I'm gonna say, like, I definitely thought the sword fight was false because I was like, how did he get to the point of asking the judge? Like, there was the kid already in court for something, and then he went to sword fight. Like, I just couldn't wrap my head around the scenario, but this one, I could just see it. <laughs> I, I don't know why. So A you lot think of the, the states sword is fighting, he would have just done it first. I don't know how do you get to the point of getting before a judge. That's honestly what I got stuck on. I'm not gonna lie. Like if it said like man, yeah. this man reported to yeah man. That's that means he would have had to be like charged, right? Florida man. 
Like he would have <laughs> had to been charged in order to get, go in front of a judge. Yeah. So there's a process that would have already had to happen. That means he already pulled the sword on his freaking kid. If you want to think about it like that, or right? the kid, is, or the, I thought the kid was going through the legal process. Whoever is going through the legal process <laughs> has to get arrested first. The charges have to happen, right? They do. <laughs> All right. So uh, that one went to Prince. Okay. Okay. Start with person on this one, maybe. All right, person. Maybe you're I, I, I'm so deflated. I can't. Okay, person, starting with you. Headline number three: African man claims he can kill malaria-carrying mosquitoes with his farts. African man claims he can kill malaria-carrying mosquitoes with his farts. I'm gonna <laughs> say true. All right. True for me. True for me too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why? Just because huh? he claimed it don't mean he could do it, but he claims it. I know a lot of Africans that could claim a lot of shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Just yeah. like an African to tell you I could do the freaking <laughs> thing that you guys couldn't do, and I could do it with my fart. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> Support him. Were, were you thinking about the question, or are you thinking strategically? Uh, both. Okay. I was thinking both. And I was like, people can say anything. Maybe it's true. Fair enough. Yeah. It's true. Okay. Yeah. You all got it right. Excuses, we didn't even need to go that far. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they did that I, shit. He did that shit. I'm describing the fact that it comes as no surprise. Whatsoever. Yeah, 100%. not that it excuses the behavior, yeah. that it is from the exact demographic. I would imagine <laughs> if I didn't see images with the story. And the whole purpose of that is, how dare you? You say no to me, you know what I mean? That's the, the ego that they have. How dare you, he black also, man, yeah. say no to me? He also, he, 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 and I'm not excusing the behavior. It's the same thing that cops say, but I've also seen that it really happens. He felt threatened. And the guy is like, uh, he looks like, he like glasses wearing, like he looks so collegiate, right? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like such a student, you know? Um, and, and he was a student and he was like a bigger black guy and the professor just would not have treated another student that way. There's no question on earth. But I also think that like some of some of the bias is conscious, obviously, but a lot of the bias is unconscious. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. he really felt like he was going to be justified in this move because if nothing else, he shouldn't want this bad publicity for the school. Exactly. And he didn't even have that thought. Mm -mm. He thought that he was justified. Absolutely. That's like no. And the campus officer believed him right away. Yeah. You're just. They were ready. The that's the, that's another crazy thing. They were ready to pounce on him. Probably. I haven't seen the video. No I'm just making assumptions. But <laughs> so, question number five, are we are four? We are on headline number five. Dun, 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 dun. What's the score so far? Two two one. Two two one. So there's a tie. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Headline Good math, five. huh? Okay. 
Detroit man settles discrimination lawsuit, then bank won't cash his check. True. true. Absolutely. A bank? <laughs> true. True. And I bet sorry. he's black too. Sorry, I sorry. Let's, let's, I bet let's, he's black let's, too. We'll get into Detroit explanations. Man. True? Huh? Get into the explanations. True? I'll tell yeah. you said true. True? And you said true? A bank? Yes. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Who else gets refused at a bank? I bet he's a freaking black guy. On top his, of that. With his, with his discrimination lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? That was a big check. And they discriminated that it was probably fake because you black. <laughs> and he's, he's going to sue them too. That's two banks. <coughs> One is the system or something. He's going to make he's gonna make a third bank pay <laughs> for his two discrimination lawsuit checks. He's on a roll. <laughs> is there a chance that he's lying about the bank? Oh, first of all, it's a true story. Oh. So you guys ended in a tie. Ended in the tie. We should have yes. a tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker. Dun, dun, dun. Is the, are there more headlines on uh, Blavity? Uh, no, not on Blavity. I ain't gonna lie though. That story I didn't know about. Um, the guy that got discriminated by the bank. Yeah. Okay. So he ended up closing. Um, like they basically told him, like we don't believe you, <laughs> and he ended up closing that account. We don't believe you. You yeah, need more people. <laughs> he ended up closing that account. And uh, went to open up another account. Sued them now. He's suing mm-hmm. them in the process. Even yet, Good for him. Stack up. There was a bank just in BC recently, like last month, that called the cops on an indigenous, indigenous man and his granddaughter yeah. because he was trying to open up an account. He, they had them handcuffed to the floor. They handcuffed the daughter, the granddaughter, too. There's some foul. How dare you try to open up? Oh, a it's a bank crazy account. PR. Horrible nightmare. Yeah. Horrible nightmare yeah, for them. For sure. For sure. Do we have a tiebreaker coming up? Okay, so I found a link that says. The can you spot the real fake news story quiz? Let's do okay. this. Should I stand for this one? You know what? <laughs> it was actually, I remember watching this comedy show that had a similar, it was like a headline thing, but it was more of black crime, white crime. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, oh. And that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. It could get really funny. It, got, yeah. it jokes. It's stereotypes, right? But. <laughs> okay, so oh, this is really good. I've got a set of questions in case y'all keep trying. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a set of headlines, and you pick which is the real fake Trump story. Okay. 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 I'm out of this hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's. <laughs> really uh, oh. Okay. Okay. Donald Trump announces he will make singing national anthem at start of work compulsory for all government employees. False. Man, I'll give you all the titles. Oh. Man prohibited from buying U.S. flag because store owners suspected he would burn it. Trump buys bald eagle for Oval Office. Or Obama signs executive order banning national anthem at all sporting events. I know you need all these titles again. Wait, which one? So what's the uh, fakes? Yeah, we, we just need one, one tiebreaker. Okay, so what this is is that's how they formed it. Here's what we do. Each one, just tell me if it's true or false. Okay. Let's okay. do it like that. Because they were like, pick which one is true. Okay. Get it? That, okay. Okay. So I'll just say- So okay. there's only one truth to all of those? Yeah. Okay. So you got to pick the truth. Yes. Okay. I'm with you. But it could be literally him buying a bald eagle. <laughs> but I'm going to- I think I got all the headlines. Did you get them? Uh, I know. I can read them to you one at a yeah. time. I'm going to pick a different category. Okay? Forget cool. Trump. Okay. Just one at a time. Tell me. Are these stories true or false? Okay. And whoever wins, wins. Marijuana to be allowed at work for California's air traffic controllers, pro- provided it's below legal limit. False. Below legal limit, though. So that means there's a law of legal limit to it. That's true. What? Air traffic control, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No oh, way. I didn't wait for your answer, did I? I did. I yeah, did. You said true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, well, that's our time. Oh, that's our time maker. <laughs> I said, yo, it's air traffic control, dog. How these niggas control the, who's up in the air? But if they made a legal limit for it. Yeah, that's a good. In, that's a really good point. That's enough to function, which is wild. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's not wild, but that's, that's how I broke it down. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> and that's our segment for What's on Your Mind? That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Thank you, Philly. Yeah. So, yo, we're almost at the uh, one year mark. Uh, we're actually like a week or two away. Um, we wanted to thank everyone who tunes in. Uh, everyone who shares the content and everyone who interacts with us. We couldn't have done this uh, without you guys. This is actually going to be our last episode until the second part of the year. Uh, We're taking a hiatus to manage our individual projects. Um, We will be back badder and blacker than ever. Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night. What the
Fuck! Jones Jr. stole it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. That was highway robbery. We're talking about the NBA from... Uh, all-star dunk competition. Yeah, all-star dunk competition. That shit we, was crazy. We paused it to record and we had to come back. We told you the first break was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys haven't been watching, it came down to um, two finalists, which was Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr. from Miami Heat. And They were uh, so good. They went head-to-head, back-to-back-to-back-to-back. I wonder how many that was, like five or six or seven, They've been huh? scoring 50s. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gordon, if you don't know who he is, Orlando Magics, he won the competition about a couple of years ago where he uh, dunked over the mascot sitting yeah. in a full sitting vertical 90-degree angle sit and dunked. So he literally just, if you guys haven't watched it, um, he literally just did an impressive dunk over seven foot six Taco Fall. The and for me, the thing was usually when they jump over somebody tall, they lift off with their arms. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, that was an all right dunk." And then I saw the he replay. Clear. He did not touch him other than to grab the ball. So he, I kept, I was like, his butt is seven feet six inches in the air, yeah, straight vertical. Yo, I'm gonna say Dwayne Wade's been hating all night on everybody. <laughs> so we're gonna leave it at that. That shit was highway robbery. We had to come back and tell you guys. He got three nines. Oh, M G! <laughs> and shout out to the Canadian t- uh, for the Canadians that were in the Rising Stars Challenge. It was the world versus U.S. Yeah, record number of four Canadians on there. Uh, Anthony cute. Barrett, Shai. Uh, I forgot the other homies, but shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Siakam in the skills competition. Siakam, Kyle Lowry's in there, uh, and watch the game tomorrow. That's what's up. We had to come back and let you guys know. Peace out. Good night. We'll talk to you guys soon.